around the world and here at home, bringing relief, hope, and the life-changing message of Jesus. You're listening to the Mize Missions Podcast with Terry Mize. Hello, everyone, and welcome today to Terry Mize Ministries Podcast. We're so glad you've taken the time out of your busy schedule to join us. And if you have friends or family, relatives that you'd like to alert them to this opportunity, uh, you can send them over to terrymize.com. And they will be able to join along with us and be able to hear whatever it is that we feel like from time to time the Holy Spirit is leading us to talk to you about. These podcasts are available brand new every Wednesday. We put a new one up. So they play for seven days and then we uh, publish a new one for you to hear. So um, just be prepared for that. And then also, if there's something you feel like you've missed or you'd like to re-listen to them, they are archived on our website at Terry Mize Ministries. Dot org or dot com. So you can find us on the web and you can find these archived podcasts. So today we're going to talk to you about some good things that we know will help you. You know, it's everyday living that we want to make the Word of God so practical for you so that you understand that this isn't something religious. This isn't something that's just you use when you go to church, but it should be 24-7 relationship between you and the Lord, and His Word will work for you in every situation. So right now, darling, Terry Mize, Take it, and let's talk about whatever you feel like the Lord would have us share. Okay, thanks. You know, uh, here it is, the middle of February. It seems like we've just been running and running and running until uh, I almost feel behind on things I want to talk about. But I, I've really been thinking a lot to, uh, lately about just back to uh, the, the election and back right. to the inauguration. And uh, I remember now here, it's been almost a month ago now for the, for the inauguration or somewhere close right. to that. Uh, but I remember, I remember us watching the inauguration, and uh, President Trump had several uh, ministers pray, right? And several of them we know, of course. And you know, and, you know, uh, uh, Paula White was was the one that prayed, and then uh, uh, James, uh, not James Robertson, but uh, Franklin Franklin Graham. Franklin Graham. James is on his advisory board, but uh, but Franklin Graham prayed, right? And uh, and he had, I think, I think he had six people. Right. And and it was just so impressive, and I heard so many people talk about it. And of course, I, I mentioned it on Facebook, and people responded back to me again. But but it was so powerful and so refreshing to hear those uh, ministers of the gospel, many of them spirit filled and word of faith, uh, and, and they were praying in the name of Jesus, very boldly, <laughs> just very strong, very boldly. Right. They were praying in the name of Jesus. Yes, hallelujah. and uh, you know, I ministered at a church not very long ago. Well, this didn't already been this year, but just a few weeks ago. I ministered on church just on the name of Jesus. That's right. You know, when Peter uh, and John went into the temple to pray in Acts chapter 3, and, and they pulled that uh, crippled man up and said, you know, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and right. walk. Then Peter later said, he said, why do you look on us? He said, everybody's looking at us like we did this by our power. <laughs> he said, it was the name and in faith, faith in, that, in name. that name. It's the that's... name of Jesus and faith in the name of Jesus that's made this man uh, strong that you see before you right, now healed right. and running and leaping and praising the Lord. But anyway, I was just, we were so delighted and so thrilled to hear those, uh, those choices of people to pray right. and how the, the, the power of the name of Jesus was used and, yes. and how they prayed. So, so it was just, it was just refreshing. It was just so wonderful, well, it really especially is. after the last eight years, you know, where people didn't 
pray or didn't yeah political say the correctness has taken a toll on the boldness of the church but but the point i wanted to make was the very next day renee and we talked about this as well the very next day at the prayer service or right. whatever they called it they had a bunch of people pray right and and i tell you what <laughs> some of them were good and most of them were, were bad yeah. Uh, some of them were even from false religions, which is always a mistake for the president to do that. President uh, George Bush made that terrible mistake uh, right after 9-11 at the 9-11 memorial service, right. which I watched from Israel. I was ministering in Israel uh, when that happened, and I, I watched it from Israel. And, and he had, you know, uh, holy men and shamans from different religions stand up right, and pray. Right. And, and, and he made the statement, well, you know, we're all serving the same God. And that's just right. not true. No, that's and, right. And, and, and God says, I'm a jealous God. Jehovah God <laughs> says, I'm a jealous that's God. Right. And he right. said, you shall have no other gods before me. So that was a bad mistake that President Bush made. Right. And, then, and then when they had uh, some of those people pray the other day, it was a mistake as well. And uh, But still, they had people pray that were Christians and, and, and declaring the Word of God. But yet, you didn't hear that in the name of Jesus boldness right. that you had heard just the day before. Right. Uh, you had some denominational preachers pray, and I'm sure they're good people. I'm sure they love God. Right. But they were praying those old religious prayers like, like Almighty God, <laughs> Celestial Magistrate and Creator of the Universe. <laughs> And I, I just know. sat there and listened to them, and I That's thought, what a so, contrast yeah, yeah. from the day before. So bad. When people who really knew what they're talking about right. were praying in the name of Jesus. You know, so many Christians today have gotten away from the name of Jesus, and they feel like to be politically correct. They'll just say, well, in your name we pray, or in right. Christ's name we pray, or in his name we pray, or for right. your sake we pray. And, and, and that's not what the Bible says to no, do. And that's usually, right. that's, usually that's a cop-out for somebody not really knowing the Jesus that they're talking about. Yeah. But uh, we, the, the the word of God tells us that you pray to God, right? In the name of Jesus, right. you know, you don't pray to Mary, you don't pray to Saint Paul, you don't say, pray to a pope, That's you don't right. pray to that uh, some idol. You pray right. to you pray to God. <laughs> God's the only one you pray to. You pray to you don't even pray to Jesus. You pray to God. That's right. But you pray in the name of name Jesus. Name you gain Jesus. you gain heaven's attention through the name of Jesus. You gain access to God right. through the name of Jesus. And so anyway, it was just it was just a real refreshing to me and I know to so many people and so many of our listeners today uh, to hear the, the prayers on Inauguration Day, praying in the name of Jesus. But then the next day, I was just a little disappointed because it got into the religious prayers and, and the name of Jesus wasn't being, even though they were Christian people praying. Uh, along with the the, 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 the the ones that weren't. Uh, right. But yet not not praying in that powerful name of Jesus, just praying a more more religious prayer. But, you know, there's a, there's a, there's been a change in the atmosphere right. in the United States. Sure has. Uh, even since the election, and I'm not talking politics today, I'm talking about spirituality and spiritual realities here. Right. But, but even after the election and President Trump, uh, 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 when Donald Trump won the election, Yet he had, he was just president elect. He wasn't president yet. Uh, but people all over the country all of a sudden went and reverted back to saying Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And yeah. you know, for so long they fought us over Merry Christmas. And and of course, I've cautioned people <laughs> to, right. to watch out for that because in Cuba, that's no, how communism no, no. That's started. Right. Whenever President Castro took over Cuba in 1959, January the first, right. he made a decree then said, "You will not say Merry Christmas." Right. You, uh, Christmas doesn't exist. Christmas isn't a holy day. Right. It's not a holiday. You right. you don't get the day off. You just work in the sugarcane fields. And so there's no Christmas trees or Christmas lights or Christmas 
songs or or any of that sort 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 of thing. And so I've warned, you know, America, watch out. Don't let them tell you not to say Merry Christmas. Well, but all of a sudden, since the election, uh, just before Christmas, people are saying Merry Christmas, Merry yeah. Christmas, Merry Christmas. Much more bold. And, of course, you and I know, and a lot of our partners know, that we actually took a Christmas tree into Cuba right. uh, in 2004 and also again in Christmas of 2005. Changed and the nation. We, we changed history and changed That's the nation right. because they had not had Christmas for 45 years. Since my, my. the last Christmas they celebrated was, was Christmas of 1958. I was eight years old. <laughs> and uh, and they had not celebrated Christmas for right. 45 years right. until then. I took a, a Christmas tree in on, in Christmas of 2004 and again in Christmas 2005. And uh, the government of Cuba asked me to bring a Christmas tree. I had offered one and they accepted. And then they asked me to have a Christmas tree lighting ceremony, which we did. And then they asked me the strangest thing. The government of Cuba, communist government, said, would you tell us the Christmas story? That was my, just my, my, absolutely. My, my, my. And so I was able to tell them an atheist nation. Shocking. President Castro yeah. declared it an atheist nation and a communist nation in 1963. Mm-hmm. And, and yet they said, would you tell us the Christmas story? So I my, told my. them about the birth of Jesus and uh, preached the gospel to them. And it went out on television. The only channel they have over there, they covered it. And it went over the whole nation. Uh, the tree lighting ceremony and me mm-hmm. telling the Christmas story. And then they asked me if I'd go into a government building. They said, we want you to be the first American in 45 years to go into a government building with the government's permission and preach a church service. So we did. And it, it literally changed the nation. So now now here it is, 2017. You can go to Cuba at Christmas time and you'll see Christmas trees and hear Christmas carols, see Christmas lights. Right, and right. and it, we literally we literally changed history for the gospel. Sake. Well, and that's what we've got this, I think, this little bit of time left in this little capsule I called so Time. Too to just really begin to change nations. And it's amazing how one act like you did there in 2003 and 2004, four and five five, that can go in there and literally change the atmosphere and give you favor for a period of time to do a work of God. Absolutely. And that's where we are right now in America. Well, you and I have been telling people, we feel like we've got two years. Yeah. We feel like we've got got two two years years for the church to be loud and visible right. because in two years that we're going to have uh, Senate election. uh, elections. <laughs> yeah. and, and so uh, we, we can, cont- Christians can totally control those elections like they just did the November election. 82% uh, of all Christian voters voted. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And last election they did not. Right. But this and, election they did and controlled the election. And we, we can do that again in two years. That's right. Or we can be quiet and, and be mousy and be mm-hmm. cowards and be uh, just go on as usual and and that'll not happen. We'll not change things. No, I think if you're alive and breathing right now, I, I wish you'd catch the clues and the breadcrumbs that are out there in life for you to take that God has a work for you to do right now. If you're thinking you're going to be something later on in two, you know, in five years from now or 20 years from now, no, do it right now for the kingdom of God and do not back down. Do not be quiet. Do not let anyone intimidate you. Right. I, I want That's to. Exactly right. I want to just say to people, even, you know, the the Bible teaches Christians that we're to be very confident, not arrogant, not prideful, but confident in the things of God, and not be intimidated either by things we see or things that that we don't see. Those oppressive thoughts that the enemy would try to bring, but that you and I can literally. Uh, live boldly out of the power of the Holy Ghost on the inside of us. We're not against 
people that believe something differently from us. We're not against someone that has an alternative so-called lifestyle. We're not against somebody that lives uh, a different than what we think a Christian should live. We're not against you. We are for you. We're praying for you, but we want the same right to be able to do what we feel like God wants us to do. And we don't have to fight against political correctness. And uh, we're going to say it. We're going to do it. But we're going to love you. And we're going to try to help you if you need us to. And that's Absolutely. where we should we're be. We're not against stuff. We're for stuff. Yeah, we're right. We're just for right. biblical stuff, for the we, things of right. God. Well, and the Bible does give us that option, Terry. It's like a lever you can push in your own mind. You can say that the Scripture says, if God be for us, then who can be against us? And sure. then it says, let God be true and every man a liar. That's right. You so, Yeah, so if I've got to choose between somebody that's standing in my face telling me a lie or I'm going to choose what the Word of God says, Guess what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're going to choose a word. Well, and also we've been encouraging people, and I want to encourage people listening to us today. Uh, we, we, you need to run for office. Yeah, I mean, in every little right. small town in America, that's every right. town, every every county, uh, you need to run for office. Godly people need that's to run right. for school board and for board of education and for city council. Because you know it's the city council that that nobody ever may ever hear their name. No, that's right. But they control things. You know, they make things happen in that county. That's right. And so uh, I just want to encourage Christians to start getting involved in politics, and especially in those two areas, especially the school board, the board of education, right. and especially in city council. You can also run for mayor. You can also run for anything else you want to run for. But especially get in those positions right. to where God has a voice. Right. And where you have a vote and you can you can send your county the right direction or your city the right direction, your municipality the right direction, that you're uh you're you're standing and having a voice for God and leading them to righteousness. That's right. Uh, there's such good uh advice in Jeremiah and the book of Ezekiel in the Bible. It says that don't be afraid of their faces. Uh, they're a stiff-necked and rebellious people, and do not be afraid. Even the Christians sometimes uh, will back down, and be a little cowardly, want you to want you to you know to just kind of fit in with everybody and not make a fuss. But on the other hand, uh, if we're going to see the freedoms that this country started out with, if we're going to see our children raised in freedom and not this massive debt, and we're going to see the gospel flourish and help other countries, just like Terry going into Cuba and all the work that's been done in Mexico, Central and South America, all the work that has been invested by the kingdom of God around the world primarily has come out of this country. And if we do not maintain our freedom and fight for it and stand for it, then the gospel, it'll affect the work of God. It'll affect the gospel, will in turn, then will in turn affect souls being saved for eternity. No, absolutely. We've got to stand up for God and for godliness and for righteousness and declare those. You know, I think I told on the podcast here, I don't know, several weeks ago, whenever it was, uh, we got to talking about uh, a meeting I was doing in Burma, and a witch doctor came to disrupt the whole thing. And he, he thought he was the man of God. And he got upset when he heard that a man of God was coming. And so uh, he actually traveled for several days. A white bird actually appeared to him and told him, you need to go to this village right. and hear the man of God and do what he tells you to do. Well, that made him mad. Right. And he came to disrupt <laughs> that such meeting. such a good story. And, uh, and, and I stood up to, to preach, and, and a pastor grabbed me just before I started to preach and warned me. He said, better watch out for this guy. He's a witch doctor, and he's very powerful, and he has he's the most famous witch doctor in this, this area, and he has 600 students he's training in the dark arts, and mm -hmm. he's going to disrupt this, mm -hmm. this conference and, and, and so on and so on and so forth. And I said, Pastor, it'll be okay. <laughs> It'll be okay. You just you just sit down. I'm gonna I'm gonna preach. It's gonna be okay. I'm 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 That's in authority right. here. I'm in charge That's here. Right. You know I'm right. I'm here with God. Me and God got got this. Right. And and just because him and the devil think they're going to disrupt it, they're they're running into me and God. And, and that's no contest. And right. he said, 
He said, by the way, that witch doctor deaf in, in the right ear. And I said, well, this isn't even fair. <laughs> I mean, it's not even fair. I could write this report before it ever right, happens. Right. Uh, he doesn't have a chance. And so I said, Pastor, sit down. It'll be okay. And I just stood up and started praying the opening prayer, not even a healing prayer, just the opening prayer. I just said, Pastors, I'm glad you're here. God bless these pastors, and thank you that they came today. And we're going to get in the Word this week. And we're going to. And all of a sudden, that witch doctor started yelling and hollering. And I looked over there at him, <laughs> and he is grabbing his right ear and jumping up and down. And he yes. is saying, I can hear, I can hear, I can hear. My and God right. opened his ear. That's right. And so all of a sudden, all the trouble he thought he was going to cause, right? Uh, he not only didn't cause any, I, I called him down, got him down in front of me, cast the devils out of him, got him saved, got him filled with the Holy Spirit. And that guy's pastor in the church today. He He's pastoring the very the very building he used to be a, a teaching the witch doctor the dark arts in. He's now preaching the word of God uh, because so we have to stand up right. and not back down no. for anything. We're not just being obnoxious. We're not just being mean. Right. But we are Absolutely going to stand up not. against the power of the devil, and right. we are going to declare the word of God. Well, and that that reminds me of a couple of different things. Though when you tell that story every time, I love it because it it's like Romans two over there. It says it is his kindness. God's kindness that leads us to repentance. Amen. And here, here the Lord just, you know, heals that man's ear, that witch doctor's ear. And just, you know, you, he just shows up and Absolutely. comes in obedience. And then God heals his ear and it changes his whole life's destiny. Yeah, cast the devils out. Yeah, for the, for the future. Demon you know. possessed man right. operating in the power of the devil. I mean, he was a strong witch doctor. He commanded animals to go hurt people and he... You know, he'd have things appear and disappear. I mean, he he, he was strong in the dark wow. arts, but wow. he ran into God. Right. And I there's no contest. One of, the, one of the great ministers you and I have always both enjoyed, he always used this phrase. He said, the devil overplayed his hand. Yeah. And I always think that that's so amazing how that, that God leads us into places where we think the certain things are going to happen, and then surprise, he just does something so spectacular for us. I wanted to say about when you were talking about the name of Jesus and how powerful that is in these days that we live in. You and I were talking about this over in Matthew 18 earlier the week where uh, Jesus was telling them that for wherever two or three of you gather together in my name, he said, there I am in your midst. And whatever you agree together and ask the Father in my name. Uh, th- these are such powerful principles that will that will take us into places of the miraculous, which is what the church has got to see. People don't really have an argument after they see a miracle. You know, well, it, right. when, when somebody comes up and says, this is what's happened to me, and I right. have a miracle, and I was once deaf, and now I hear, I was once blind, now sure, I see. Sure. Uh, their defense is, like it says in the Old Testament, when they would come against Israel, once they saw the power of God function on behalf of Israel, it says their defense has left them. Yeah, yeah. And that's what we want. We don't, we're not looking for an argument. No, exactly. We, it's something you've always... In fact, always, there in the book of Acts, it's whenever Peter and John heal the, the cripple man, right. uh, the, the people wanted to shut it down and they wanted to hide it, but they made two statements. They right. said, they said uh, it's known to everybody in Jerusalem everybody that, they, knows that, it. <laughs> that these men have done a notable miracle. Right. And they said, we can say nothing against it. Right. And then they turned around and repeated themselves and they said, we cannot deny it. You know, you just can't deny a miracle. No. I've, I've often said, you've heard me say lots and lots of times that a man or a woman with a testimony right. is always at the advantage, has the advantage over a man or woman with just a doctrine. Because right. they can come to that man and say, hey, God doesn't heal. And he's like, I don't know about that, but I can run now. I hadn't, I hadn't walked on my whole life, but now right. I can run and jump and leap. And uh, yeah, but Jesus doesn't do that. Yeah, I don't know about that, but he did. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah but that's passed away. Well, I don't know about no, that. Right. I, I just know I can walk. Well, and that's right. You know, they came to the blind man. Jesus healed a blind man, and they came to him and said, hey, that guy that healed you is a bad guy. 
Mm. And he said, well, I don't know if he's a Republican or a Democrat or a good guy <laughs> or a bad guy. I just know that I was blind. And, and now, now I see. see. Yeah. Yes. Hallelujah. The wisdom of God in the earth is from the word of God. And the fact that the, you have been planted in the earth in this generation, this is your destiny, this is your time, this is your season. Look for no other. Uh, if God's going to use somebody, it's going to be you and I. And the wisdom Amen. of God is that he has used us, that we are here in this society and in this, in this juncture of humankind, that we can influence people for the kingdom of God. It's wisdom that there are as many of us where we are around the world. And it's not the time for us to back down and be dwarfed by some uh, critical thought of our own mind or some insecurity or someone complaining or criticizing us. That's absolutely ridiculous when we have the power of God. Just pick yourself up and keep going and keep believing God. That's why Terry's telling these testimonies and we're talking about things from the Word of God is to help you not be a coward and not not be lazy with the things of God, but be very strong, very bold, and very, very diligent in the things that God's called you to be. Amen. Amen. God said to Joshua, be very strong yes, and be courageous. Very courageous and do it. And do he it. said, and do it now. And I mean, kind of I, like the Nike commercial, yeah. <laughs> just, just do it. But God had said it first. And no, that's God what <laughs> said it first. Just do it. I always think they always hit that whole first chapter there of Joshua where he said, Moses is now dead. It's kind of like Elvis right. has left the building, right. you know, and here you are. You're on your own. You're going to have to do this. Now be very strong, be very courageous. And, and get up and go across and this just Jordan. <laughs> go and do it. And that's what you need to do. Just rise up. Don't wait to feel like it. Don't wait for somebody to applaud you or give you all of the accoutrements that you think you're going to need to obey God. Just get up and go towards the things of God. Amen. Well, we're so glad you. Yeah, we're so glad you've joined us today, and uh, we look forward to seeing you again next time. Remember, you can go to terrymize.com and you can hear the podcast and tell your friends and family about it. And we'll put up a new one here coming up next week. But we're here to talk to you today, and you can go back and archive and look at our archive uh, vault and see those things on our web uh, page there at uh, terrymizeministries.com. And we're just always available to you, and you can. Uh, Send us an email. You can write to us. You can call our office. We're just available to help you in any way that we can. Terry has a great book called um, More Than Conquerors, Jackie's book on supernatural childbirth. There are wonderful things. Terry's written in a little book called God's Opinion of You that I always thought was one of the best things he's done. So any way we can help you, we're available to you. God bless you all. Have a marvelous week, and we look forward to seeing you next time. Goodbye. You've been listening to a Mize Missions podcast. For all the latest updates to our global projects, speaking engagements, and social media, visit us at terrymize.com. You can partner with us to give living bread to dying men around the world. Get involved at terrymize.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us. This has been a presentation of Terry Mize Ministries.